an intolerant political culture in its officer corps during the early decades of the 20th century. Crucial to all of these factors, but especially the military, was Spain's final loss of empire in 1898. This deprived the country of its protected external markets and, in so doing, kick-started an intermittent and acrimonious debate over how Spain should modernize itself economically and who should bear the cost. The arguments in favor of domestic reform, made by Spain's relatively more progressive industrial elites, especially those based in the Catalan textile sector, made little headway. They came up against the interests of an entrenched agrarian sector, that was inevitably more powerful in a country whose economy was still mainly based in agriculture. The large landowners whose estates dominated the southern half of Spain would have been the elite sector most affected by economic and political reform. Temperamentally, too, they were inflexible. Many were the fathers and elder brothers of Spain's officer elites, groups known for being profoundly suspicious of change. The loss of empire deprived Spain's over-large officer corps, which had been inherited from the continuous wars of the 19th century, of any meaningful external defensive role. In so doing, imperial defeat turned the military into a powerful internal political lobby, determined to find a new role while guarding against any loss of income or prestige in the interim. To take the sting out of defeat, there grew up within the officer corps a powerful myth that civilian politicians had been uniquely responsible for the final loss of empire, and thus had little moral claim on governing the country. This belief was already deeply ingrained by the time the 15-year-old Francisco Franco entered the military academy in 1907. A generation of officer cadets came to see themselves as the defenders of Spain's unity and hierarchy, and of its cultural and political homogeneity, as consubstantial with the country's historic greatness. Indeed, many in the military elite took this one step further, interpreting their defense of this idea of Spain as a new imperial duty, thereby interpreting in reverse the monarchical constitution that defined Spain's colonial territories as provinces of the metropolis. What was deadly about this new interpretation of imperial defense was that it came to be directed against other groups of Spaniards, who symbolized the social and economic changes occurring in the towns and cities. These changes were slower than in some other European countries. But by the second decade of the 20th century, urban Spain was on the move. Towns like Seville and Zaragoza grew as industry, albeit on a small scale, expanded beyond the traditional areas of the north, coal mines, iron and steel foundries, shipbuilding, and northeast, Catalan textiles. Similarly affected was the Valencia region on the northeast seaboard, where urbanization and industrial development reinforced an historic anti-centralism or federalism. These economic changes and the developments that accompanied them, such as better communications and transport, and the relatively freer circulation of new ideas, created new social constituencies, an urban professional sector, and industrial workers, both of whom increasingly wanted a political voice. 
But traditional order, with its highly restrictive franchise, was thus coming under increasing strain in urban Spain. But another country existed that was still far less affected by these demands. This was rural and provincial Spain, La España Profunda. Most of Spain's 20 million people, 21,303,000 in 1920, still lived in villages and small towns. In the center and north, the bulk of the population were peasant smallholders, most of them of modest means, some very poor. This rural society was serviced by the populations of agrarian or market towns, inhabited by a provincial middle class of similar social attitudes. It was a rigid world bound by the ties of custom and tradition in which a conservative form of Catholicism provided the common language, value, and culture. The close relationship between church and community in center-north Spain